2: Welcome welcome back to another episode of Get The Fuck Out of Qatar. Now I I feel like everyone knows exactly what I'm talking about but we're going to get we're going to get to that later on in this week's episode of Get The Belt, Home of Melanin Magnificence and Kingdom of Belt and this week if you've not seen on social media I'm joined by a very special guest by the name of ty hunter welcome to the show ty how you doing
3: i'm good thank you for having me i'm excited
2: yeah, me too i'm, I'm nervous <laughs> as hell but i'm definitely excited it's been a long time coming a very long time coming let me yes. not be forgetting to press record on the screen honey because i want to keep this just in case there we go um it's been a long time coming um yes again thank you so much for for coming on the show, it's it's an honour, and I feel like you, you've got so much to share with Thank you us. For like, we? Me. of course, of course, no, it really is a pleasure. Um, so, I would like you to step into your magnificence. as an episode, there's a segment on the show called "Melanie Magnificence," where you know we give props to people of colour from Black descent for 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 doing bits and just doing nice things. We like to call it nice things here on, mm-hmm. on Get the Bell. And um, I want you to introduce yourself, embodying that. Okay.
3: I'm Ty Hunter. You guys yes. know me as being a celebrity stylist for the great Destiny's Child, Beyonce, Kelly and Michelle, Solange and Billy Porter. Um, I'm a designer of several... Um, I've done a lot of collaborations, and now I'm an author. That's one of the reasons why we're here today. I'm an author, and so I'm really, really excited about that. My new book, Makeover from Within, just came out on the 8th and uh it's a memoir it's me telling my story so i'm really really excited to get it out my anxiety was a little crazy leading up to the day and the release date but it's been so much positive and beautiful response from everybody so i'm really really excited to share it with the world
2: (laughs) yes yes i'm i still can't get over like i'm sat here And like obviously you're are you whereabouts are you now you're he's definitely not in london guys.
3: i'm in new york city right now i had i had to texas tomorrow to be with my mom but right now currently in new york city
2: Ah, well once again thank you so much and it really is an honor having you here so um let's get right into it we're going to start the show as we do every single word every single week with word of the week What is your word of the week? Now, I, I I was so excited to have you on for this seg for this segment in particular because I remember when I first started following you, years back, and you started posting, you know, y- your notes and they were all self help, they were all mm. meaningful, they were all, in essence, what I call word of the week. So I thought, it, what we're gonna get is gonna be is gonna be gold because the page is paging on Instagram and it's really <laughs> motivating. The, the girls so what what is your word of the week this week time
3: my word of the week is support okay and the reason why i choose that word uh just from different projects that i've worked on in the past and mm-hmm. um i just want people to know you're not going to always get the support i always support a lot of people family and friends and loved ones but you know, when it comes to you doing something, you're going to expect support from those same people and it's not going to happen. And you have to know that it's okay. You got to keep pushing forward and it'd be strangers and people that you'd be surprised that will impact and be there and support you. So uh, that's my word of the day. Um, And you know, and and you move from that and, and no hard feelings and just know that that's just how it is. And so I just want the world to know that when you're working on something and you put things out or different projects that you work on, don't expe- always expect those people to be there that you're for. So my word is support.
2: <laughs> and this is really why you're on this show today, Ty, because I, as well as my listeners, really need to learn from you. Like when you just said that, you said no ill feelings, mm-hmm. even though it be the people that you're, you've shown support to in the past. So this is why I really need to learn because me, I want to fight. If I've shown someone <laughs> all the support and I've you know given time, money, emotion, mm-hmm. um, and then I do something, or not sometimes not even me. I see someone doing something and they're not supporting them. I I, I feel away. I don't know if it's the Scorpio me tight, I don't, but I really am. <laughs> I'm ready to just get to rock in. How yeah. do you? receive that and not go for the jugular
3: you know sometimes you gotta just know that um you just don't know what people are going through you don't know if they have the financial means you don't know if Mm -hmm. you know you just gotta just pray and keep it moving and pray um you know, for your internal success and, and just be proud of yourself, of your accomplishments. And so mm-hmm. I tend to not let that get to me. I've done several things, uh, do different collaborations and done, you know, from the tech world to mm-hmm. different things. And I've learned earlier on that those same people that I supported and I'm there to be for, they're not going to always be there. And so mm-hmm. uh, even simple as posting, you know, a lot of times well. it, it takes think that's free (laughs) but sometimes because as soon as you said oh it's
2: financial i thought you know because you share on the instagram stories it doesn't cost a pound or but
3: you know i i pray for those people and i just keep it moving sometimes it takes a little spark from you know, unfortunately, from a celebrity or, you know, somebody else to do it for people to like, oh, OK, like to catch on. And you, you just you just go with it. You know, I, I've learned early. And that's why I chose that word, because back in the day, my first projects, I would be so down and hurt because you do want the people that you admire and love and care for and you consider friends or family to be there and just be the first ones in line. And that's not always the case, so. I wanted to definitely put that word out because prepare people for that and just let mm-hmm. them know you still keep going. You still yeah. keep pushing and you do your thing and it's going to be the strangers and other people that you do not expect. And, and yeah. to, the crazy thing is people that I did not consider friends and or, or sometimes an enemy or two, which I don't really have that oh? many people that I really didn't mess with or roll with with like the first ones in line to support you sometimes your enemy become your footstool so with that said just keep going and keep pushing
2: i love that i've as you know i've been out of the podcasting game for like just over a year last week was the first episode back uh, following many different things mainly my nan passing and i was worried about the oh no worries that's fine um i was worried about if I would receive such support and again I found myself where I was when the show first launched a few years back, back when we had no listeners whatsoever. And um, I encountered that and I really did not know how to navigate it. And I did I did take it personally and would think it was something about me. But I think you hit the nail yeah. on the head when you say, you know, you just pray for those people and just focus on yourself and the people that end up showing up like you said, there's sometimes people that you didn't even mess with, or complete mm-hmm. strangers, and I think there is definitely something really genuine about that you, kind of sport. You definitely I'd rather have that over.
3: What help? What helps me with life, with everything, is simply just you can't expect people to do things the way you do it you know what I mean yes I and, do and and, and 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 so we're all built different we all Ooh. have different things going on and so I once I've learned to not expect because you get let down because you give I, I my heart is so pure and I give out mm. a thousand percent and so once I learned to not expect that from people what I give out even though I do give it out yeah. I'm going to continue to not allow anybody to strip me of my character. That this is just my DNA. This is how I'm built. So, But my blessings mm. come from other directions. And so it's, it's just a learning uh, tool. Just don't expect people to do things the way you do it.
4: Ooh.
2: That's another word in itself, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you yeah. so much for that, Ty. We got So let's break some ice, even though I feel like we've already broken it down a little <laughs> piece. How has your week been? Let's let's just check in with each other. How have you been this
4: week?
3: It's just been a blessing. I had my in-store um, and then Hennessy, um, Hennessy threw an amazing dinner for me. Uh, and then my bookstore at The Strand ended up being great. A lot of surprises, people showed up from all over. And, it, you know, that turnout alone, it's just, I'm still on a high from the week, yeah. you know. Because, I mean, you're glowing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just to see the love and, and, and all the different people that are posting and, and the ones that are supporting me. Um, it's, it's just awesome. It's been a great week.
2: Oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy. And I can't wait to to get into the book, like. Thank you as well for sending me over the the the, the manuscript. Mm-hmm. I got that yesterday, guys. I've not been able to t- to read it all yet. I'm a slow reader. I'm st- to this day, Ty. Would you believe it? I'm still reading Michelle Williams' book. Uh, okay. <laughs> I started reading that from before the pandemic. I'm yeah. awful,
3: but the, I, I'm the, a slow reader too. I get it. I
2: used to be so good. Like back in the day, in my teenage years, the yeah. thick books like this Harry Potter, I'd get through in a week or two. And now yeah. I don't know what I don't know that's another that's another story for another podcast man yeah but um i flicked through uh, in preparation for today and i can tell that this is uh, a book that i'm gonna get through quite fast i was flicking through the book i i, I seen y- you got shot you've been through you know some tumultuous relationships with some threats yeah. um you, you obviously looking through the beautiful pictures that i've seen has made me curious obviously people like beyonce there Reading up about your daughter, which I had no idea about. I said, "I need, I need to get in." This is some real tea here. Yeah. Like, not only <laughs> yeah. is it like you say, it's a, it's a, a memoir and a self-help book, which I can, yeah. I can see from your takeaways at the end of the uh, at the chapters. But there is like, there are some things to find out about the Thai hunter in this book. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, my week has been. Um, a tiring week this week it's been non-stop i don't know if you know this but i pt um some people one of my clients and very good friends is m ek he said uh, he's met you briefly and wanted to say hello um hey. so i was um working most mornings doing the show i also do obviously this um and it's just been tiring there's also been someone coming to my life about a, a, a month and a bit ago um okay. who i didn't expect to come into my life, it's nice things. It's all good.
4: wonderful things, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, and that's odd, but it's definitely deprived me of sleep. time. so I'm tired as well. <laughs> Doing all of that, and, and I'm sleeping as much. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's been all in all. It's been a very exciting week. Um, it's just been so go go go. And leading up to this, um, I've just been on a buzz, making sure you know everything is good, and it seems to be going well. So I'm super super stoked about that. Good, good So it is now time for okay. Who does your melanin magnificence go to this week? It
3: definitely goes to my mom My mom is my superhero My mom and my dad were both diagnosed with cancer at the same time mm. My dad passed not too long ago And my mom is, is a survivor, man She goes to chemo every other week And I'm um, I'm just I'm just admired by her her strength and her will to Mm. to go and um you know to see your superheroes get that kryptonite and still fight through it um definitely she's gonna always be my pick (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's my girl love that Mm -hmm. um my melanin magnificence this week goes to a woman um by the name of alex scott Uh, She is a broadcaster and sports uh, spokesperson here in the UK. Um, I had the pleasure of meeting her um, a few months ago at a club in London called The Box. And um, we got on really well. She seemed really, really sweet. And, you know, we, we exchanged contact details and she just seemed to be killing the game. It was always nice to see... Uh, a black woman speaking about football over here like Mm -hmm. it was always when I was growing up it was always just you know white men talking about football Mm -hmm. um so to see a black woman on screen talking about football with such passion such knowledge was great but that's not the reason why I'm crowning her with and magnificence so this FIFA World Cup that we've got going on right now are you are you savvy with it um i'm not good with sports at all no you'll you'll get that in my book as well (laughs) well basically the world cup is going on right now yeah and it's it's happening in qatar um i've never been and i've never really wanted i've never had the desire to go to qatar and like go to dubai and do up you know shisha and posing in in hot pretty places just because of what I—I I don't even know a lot. I've not done much research, but I think it's very commonly known that in Dubai uh, they don't rate LGBT uh, mm-hmm. LGBTQ people. It's actually illegal there. It still carries the death penalty. Um, you're not allowed. It's—it's it's quite a misogynistic uh, country where you know systemically it's against women, um, and I just don't feel cute going to a country. Pouring my finances into a country that don't respect me or value who I am at my core. Like when I go on holiday, which it would be if I was to go, it would I'd want to get turned up with my friends and be able to twerk in peace without getting arrested or killed. Um, and that's not the kind of thing you can do in Dubai. And if you, if you do, it's underground and hidden. And that's just not for me. Why be in the closet by choice and pay money to go and do that? That being said, uh, Alex Scott is a queer woman who came out recently in the UK, and is um, working the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. And uh, the FIFA team did a quick U-turn, literally, in the last few days, regarding um, the teams wearing badges or having any kind of imagery, imagery relating to the LGBTQ. Uh, community and support of it. It was all okayed and they turned around last minute and said actually no, we'll be issuing fines and if it's players on the team, we will be um, issuing with them penalties or yellow cards. Disciplinaries basically type. Mm-hmm. And the team have done what they've done. I'm going to speak about that later. But Alex Scott went on to TV in Qatar at the World Cup and did her job on screen for the World to See wearing that armband she only came out recently and to have such vim and such energy and to take such a stand as a woman as a black woman as a queer black woman in that space i is all the flowers like all the flowers i think she 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 needs some she needs some more recognition um for doing that i think it's such a bold statement and I'm, I'm proud of her I'm also worried for her because I know what that place is like but yeah my Melanin Magnificence goes to, to you Alex Scott for, for standing it, what you believe in even when it was difficult and potentially quite dangerous um, and I hope that you do get the, the support that you deserve in taking such an honourable uh, stance I, I, I rate you girl I rate you Right, so I would normally go into Miles' measures, but I don't know whether I want to get into the mess and the pop culture or whether I want to talk about you first. I feel like, let's get this mess over and done with. Let's talk talk what's going on in this world, and then we're going to get into Tai and the book. So it's time now for Miles' I'm glad that you're on for this episode actually because there's been some, some of your friends have been in the news over here and obviously back in the US. So we had uh, Kelly Rowland uh, go on to a, I think it was a podcast or a radio show um, promoting her new film uh, alongside Marseille Martin. It's a new film called Fantasy Football um, where the um, interviewer uh, by the name of Peter Rosenberg, Ended up comparing her uh, to Beyonce. What did he say? He said, "Angie gave you your flat. Angie gave you flowers for your ability to play second to Beyonce." Which dot dot dot. The rest of what he says is absolutely irrelevant to me. You you guys know me and my opinion on these kind of things, but I thought it was so 1999 of him, um, and it was just so off of what they were there to even discuss. I think it just lacked a lot of a lot of thought and it, it's surprising that you know they are still to this day getting compared to each other it, it to me it just gave like a lack of not just professionalism but like a lack of interest in the whole reason why Kelly was there in the first place what would your did you see that because that was quite big over here in in, in, in London.
3: I didn't see it, but I heard about oh. it. And I, 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 know one thing about all the, the girls—they, they had—they mm-hmm. they know how to handle themselves, and mm. we all know how to handle ourselves, and and yeah. we keep it moving. So, um, you know, it's love. It's sisterhood. It's love, and, and mm. it's no comparison. It's no who's this and who's that. It's all yeah. one, you know. So I, I, we just keep it moving.
2: A hundred percent. Yeah, I when I, st- I just thought what what in the like it just seems so archaic and he's since yeah. issued an apology which we thank God but yeah you're definitely right in how they handled it. Speaking yeah. of how they handle things Kelly I also saw. literally I think it was yesterday or earlier on today yeah. uh, ended up accepting an award on behalf of Chris Brown.
3: Yeah.
2: Now my thoughts are always really quite torn uh, with Chris not just with Chris but for example like Michael Jackson. Um, I had um Keisha Renee, uh, amazing singer, I don't, do you know Keisha Renee? She's, uh, she sings BBs for Nicki uh, Minaj and got, I think she was runner-up The Voice in USA. I can't okay. remember. Um, but she came when we had a really good discussion regarding um, the artists and their talent. Um, basic, basically, she went to collect an award for him. I think the crowd started hyping up and she just got them together with such class and I like how she does it with such class, blowing the hate is mm-hmm. a little kiss and mm-hmm. walking off the stage. So yeah, Kelly definitely knows how to handle herself. Yes. Um, speaking of Chris Brown, also this week, uh, Chris Brown and Sierra's um, AMA's tribute to Michael was actually reportedly canceled uh, due to the executives reconsidering having a quote-unquote domestic abuser honouring an alleged child molesterer. What are your thoughts on this, Ty? You know, I I don't dabble into any of this stuff.
3: Um, (laughs) It's just not my thing. Um, Mm. I... I I don't...
2: (laughs) Yeah. One of the things Keisha and I, when we were discussing this, was to um, really just separate the art... From Mm. the person, and and I'm torn. I'm still on the journey with that, but um, Mm. it is a shame because he is such such a talented performer. I and with and with Sierra as well. Like I would have loved, 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 loved to have seen that. And I think this this happening really lends itself to forgiveness and like hell. the, The the whole reason why Chris um. That, that situation with Chris Brown happened with Rihanna. They've since worked together. They, to my knowledge, I don't know n- neither of them personally, but they're cool. When do we, as like a society, learn to forgive and to, to move on? Because none of us are perfect. Mm-hmm. I've made mistakes, and will do so. So, I think that was um, it. Is definitely a, a good conversation to have in regards to to moving forward and forgiveness, etc. Um, so, have you yet watched the Black Panther film?
3: It's amazing I loved it Yeah? It, I, I really I left there inspired And just ready to take over the world It was such a beautiful yeah. film uh, Just everything The costumes the, the message behind everything Was Yeah. just really, really beautiful And, um, yeah
2: Did you cry? Did you cry?
3: Hello. Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> yeah. Ear, <earpiece, laughs> no worries. Yeah. Did
2: you did you shed a tear? Because I did at least three times. I
3: did about two to three times. As yeah. Well. <laughs> I was trying I was trying to be cool about it, but yeah, I found myself <laughs> wiping my eyes a few times. Yeah, it was just beautiful. I I really yeah. enjoyed it, and you know to have the opportunity to meet the cast a couple of years ago and just oh, lovely to be so proud of them. I have a photo with all of them, and it's, I just cherish it <sighs> because. Um, I'm just proud of them, you know. Yeah. And it just makes me. I, I left the, the theater being proud to be black. Each time, yeah. the first one and the second one, and that that goes to show what the me- and just the message. Like I said, it's just beautiful.
2: hmm yeah. Um, Kuwait. Um, uh, the country has actually um cut a brief. LGBTQ scene from uh, Black Panther. It was a same-sex kiss on the cheek. Now I can't even recall this happening in in the uh, film. Um, There was a moment when I was watching it um, when oh, not me forgetting the names. British girl. Oh my goodness. British actress, dark skin. She plays his his little sister. That she makes all the gadgets. Letitia who does Letitia play? Letitia White in, in, okay, in I know, I that, know You know her. Her. Yeah. her. I mm-hmm. do remember seeing one scene where her and I think it was the um the designer or the the, 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 mm-hmm. the girl from the girl America, who. the girl who made the mm-hmm. things and was a genius. Mm-hmm. Where mm-hmm. they had a little interaction. I was like, wait a minute. I watched it with my friend and we both looked at each other like is that is this giving you is this giving you lesbian vibes? I, mean, I was like, <laughs> like, I'm getting it. So maybe they said goodbye and kissed each other on the cheek. But again, the fact that that was removed just talks on how much more we still have to do um, mm-hmm. as a community and what people have to go through, like, through go through in just existing as themselves um, all over the world. And again, we'll get into it when we speak about the FIFA World Cup, honey, because it's a lot. Um, the last thing for our Miles measure section, because I want to get straight into tie, is tied into the FIFA World Cup. Um, and it's about... So I was going to give Nicki Minaj the belt, but I'm not going to give it to her. And I'm a fan of Nicki, and you guys know that. Um, but basically, Nick, Nicki Minaj and someone else I can't remember um, have officially released a single or the song for the FIFA World Cup. I think it's common knowledge that the majority of Nicki Minaj's fan base are part of the LGBTQ community. Like, all of my gay friends stand for Nicki differently. I've got this one friend in particular who literally went as her as um, at Halloween. And I just think it is so... I was mind-blown to, to see that she'd gone through with it and released this song... Which is making her money, but at the expense of I feel almost eighty percent of her fan base, um, which is which is which is wild to me. I think that artists these days, especially with social media and how fast and how instant things are, need to really look into the bigger picture than just releasing something, getting the check, and going on. Like I feel like consideration and checking things out can go amiss. And I'm just a bit shocked that there was no one on the team that just went, oh, you know, actually, you know, gays aren't even allowed to, to, to go to this event or they can't hold hands there and etc. Cetera, et cetera, So I was just so shocked because all the fans that are going to know, and I know all the fans that are part of the LGBTQ community already know all the lyrics. And if they're there in Qatar, will not be able to sing it with the vim they would normally do it from their own homes. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) But yeah, um, I feel like that is it for the pop culture segment. Did I miss anything out on your end? Is there anything going on in the States that is like everyone's talking about? Other than your book, honey
3: <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just into my <laughs> My thing I stay in my lane in my world And build from there, you know um, <laughs> Things are happening You know, the world mm. is moving And there are things, and, you know
4: mm-hmm.
2: I
3: she can gone. only stand For for myself And
4: Yeah
2: um, There's something I would like to mention At the end Um No, I'll mention it now, because it's not really a giving the belt. It's yeah, there was a a, a shooting that happened. I think it was yesterday or two days ago in America in a gay bar. I think it was called Cuba. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And it kind of really lends itself to this whole FIFA World Cup thing and who I give my belt to later on Um, to see I think five people were shot and fatally killed and 18 or more really wounded Um, I think they found the guy and I think he's been sentenced which thank God Um, but it's it's just another sad reminder that even in even in queer spaces that are meant to be safe we are still not safe which is why when I give the belt later to you know footballers and potentially not wearing certain things and taking a stand and companies and organisations not remaining true to their word when they pledge to be allies and to be there for us we still need that support Mm. and it's evident i I feel like almost every single year if it's not here america or somewhere there's an atrocity that is taking place against my community and my people and it's it's just it's not right it's not okay and it's it's just a shame that this is this is still happening um you know people always say oh not necessarily people but the homophobes would be like oh we don't want to see it go and do this in your gay bars go and do it behind closed doors somewhere where we don't want to see similar to what is happening in uh 8 um not 8 in in qatar with the world cup you know we've had hotels say oh you can come as a gay couple but and you can book a room but just we don't need to know anything else and just do everything away it's even in those environments in the clubs people are still not safe which is why again i gave alex um melanin magnificence for really taking that stand because we still need support um it, it hurts my heart that this is still happening it really does pain me um, it's very sad. um my thoughts go out to anyone that was affected anyone who lost anyone or was impacted by this attack and just i would just want to echo what i said prior to we still have so much work to do um and I was, I was saying something in regards to your word of the week in regards to support again um i would never have expected like last week alex scott to be the person showing myself and our community that support um i just think it's really funny how this so many things about this episode are just tying into each other and yeah it's 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 beautiful but yeah i'm sending my love uh to everyone affected by that tragic shooting and i hope that justice is served um same so yeah uh so it's time now to speak about thai it's all about thai from now on guys (laughs) so like i said earlier on in the podcast I'd skim through uh, what you sent me and saw that you were a father, you know, a good friend. So many people have so many like warm things to say about you, and it's no surprise after following you for so long, the energy that your page gives out um, reflects that, reflects that highly. Um, I also saw that you started off as a medic or in, in in the medical field and ended up being this iconic stylist author to like a whole Beyonce and you you've basically helped shape some of the most iconic looks in music in history in culture and you started off what was it be to be a doctor or what was it
3: i used to work in the medical field i used to sit under microscopes and work on artificial heart valves i used to do artificial heart valves for a company called carbomedics in austin and um, I worked there for many years. I made good money yeah. and then I found out one day that one of my good friends had one and mm-hmm. this place that I love became a place that I dreaded and I just I needed a change mm. and um I um the president at the time had family leave where you could leave your job for three months um, oh. and I was cool with my manager and I just told him I'm having family issues. I made up a lie. <laughs> And ah, I, I packed my, you have to do too Yeah, I packed up my car and moved from Austin To Houston, Texas And that's kind of how my life started I started doing window dressing for different stores in Houston And I met Miss Tina And Miss Tina immediately became like my other mother Because I was far, I was away from my mom And after knowing her for several months and, But actually a couple of years um, Destiny's Child, I had no, no, no on the radio And um, you know, when things came in, it looked like the group and she was kind of became a client and when things came in, looked like the group, I would contact her or if she came in the store, I would help her and stuff. And one day um, I started when I transferred from one store to another, to another, each time I grew and got higher up because the first store yeah. I worked, that was a little cheap, but it was a cool store <laughs> called Boyica, Um And then I ended up working at BB, a store called BB in, in the States and um, Miss Tina came in with the girls They were filming them a day in the life with destiny's child and mm-hmm. she was like i'm gonna get you out of here one day i yeah. didn't believe her but i had a day off and i contact her and the rest is history i immediately started working on the grammys and the Survivor
2: video wow what a jump yeah. and yeah. you go into this in in the book i was gonna quote you know you you quote in the book when miss tina says you know i'm gonna get you out of here one day um and she did
4: <laughs> she, she she really did um <laughs> mm. um
2: so b- i would say that being black and gay is in right now or at least far more palatable uh than it has been in the past in mainstream media and in in our industries how did you like navigate work and relationships when you first started in a in you know in a far less accepting uh society
4: um
3: I I just you know what goes on in my bedroom I just never sh- I'm, I'm just me <laughs> I just mm-hmm. you know I I navigate that way you know I have some friends that just do everything that's gay and every restaurant every you know i i go everywhere i i have a spectrum of friends that i hang out with and and i just never allow gay to hinder me from anything you know i i do whatever i want i go wherever i want i did whatever i want and i i felt like i've been blessed to because of how I carried myself to to gain the respect uh, from a lot of people. I've had people that were homophobic and changed because of me simply being me. Okay, I'm like, wow. first of all, you're not my type. Like everybody gay don't want you, you know what I mean? Yeah, and facts, I just kind of like, you know, uh, was allowed and I've been blessed uh, to just be myself and carry it through spaces of, you know, I belong in the room. I, I, carry my I I don't I could go to the hood I could go over here with the the tuxedos I could go over here with the whites I can go over with the blacks I go with the mixing pot uh I just carry myself that way and so I've been blessed um and yeah
2: (laughs) would you say that being black and gay has helped you in any way in your career um if so how
3: um I I think my 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 um my talent and my my spirit has helped me um I, I wouldn't just say being black again gay I just think how I carry myself like I said and my energy that I put out uh has helped me a great deal mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh and would you say that either of those two have ever held you back I know you said that you're your is kept before but do you feel ever any doors were ever closed to you either because I, of I, I feel like if or- it was
3: anything if, if it was anywhere that was homophobia cuz you know it has it does take place but I I've learned to say that I don't I wouldn't want to be in those spaces anyway yeah. you know what I mean like if if I'm not wanted somewhere I, why would I want to be there so I I don't let those things get to me because I only want to be where I'm wanted and accepted. And and so I'm not going to go to a place where it's known for homophobia or, you know, um, and, um, you know, I just like I said, I I, you can't avoid these kind of things. But at the same time, you you can't um, you got to live, you know, I just live yeah I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I do it. I'm 50 years old so I carry myself differently from when I was a kid. you know yeah. I, I just I move differently now
2: mm-hmm. well, in, yeah. in, what, in what sense?
3: I, I just do what I want to do. I don't I don't you know I don't live for the world. I live for myself, you know and and I've learned to say no to things. you know yeah. back in the day I end up doing things that I didn't want to do. Now I'd be like, girl, I don't feel like going, I'm not going. You know, back in the day, I'd be like, I gotta go because this is this and that. I don't do none of those things no more. I just, and if I lose anything along the way, it's not meant for me. Mm.
2: That's really interesting that you should say that, because if I do say so myself, when I was flicking through, uh, you know, the book, and I saw the pictures of you from when you were not just a, a young boy, but a young man, Mm-hmm. Very much giving trade, honey. So I could see how you was <laughs> able to navigate through the hood. Because you was... <laughs> yeah. I said, wow, Ty. In the Timberlands. Um, <laughs> um, looking at those pictures. Mm-hmm. And then hearing you of you back then. And hearing you say now. You know, back then I would just do whatever. Those pictures really don't give that off at all. Mm-hmm. And I also looked at some of the... the um, I also when I was glancing through some stuff, I saw you, you'd said, I was always, or I'm still very conscious about if I wear the hair like this, and that's maybe giving a uh, fem or girl, then I will make sure I've got on the baggy pants and the yeah. to balance. it. I, out. I always
3: did a balance because mm. I, I love playing high, low. And I also love playing with male and feminine energy. I've always yeah. had that. So I've never hid that from anything. So if, mm my hair was a little kind uh, a little yeah you know, it was girly. <laughs> i would do boy with a boy at the bottom and that yeah. that wasn't for the world that was just for me to feel comfortable i never yeah. wanted to, you know just me giving feminine all the way up and down has never you been a thing I've like always to mix it like up. up yeah
2: yeah 100 percent. so mm-hmm. when you look at those pictures uh with that in mind about you would say oh i've got to go this and i've got to do this and do that In comparison to the man that you see now, what would you say are the biggest differences?
3: Um, again, just not living for the world, living for myself, you know, Mm -hmm. um, because I really don't care (laughs) what anybody has to say, as long as I look in the mirror and me and the person that I'm looking at in that mirror is good. I'm good, so that's how, you know, I can step out and people be like, "Oh, they look hot with you got on." you get more compliment because it's not about clothes, it's not about appearance, it's about confidence. Yeah, and having the confidence is when you know learning to love yourself internally, and that's what kind of what makeover from within is.
2: Yeah, one of the first lines in the book was, um, "I think you said to." we're all easter eggs i said hold on where's ty going with this <laughs> 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 what do you mean yeah. and me i'm such a sucker for a metaphor so i was i was i was here for it and you yeah. said everyone is always trying to um and this isn't verbatim i don't have it here in front of me but you said something along the lines of everyone's trying to everyone's easter eggs and everyone's trying to welcome the shell and make that look pretty but what's the most important thing about the egg is the yolk and i said mm-hmm. wow of course of course ty said that like (laughs) of course yeah yeah. and i just thought that was that was gorgeous and it really sets off the the tone uh for the for the rest of the book um what would you say your uh proudest moment is professionally
3: um i will always say just the survivor video itself um in the was my first job, and mm-hmm. you know, with Miss Teen and the girls, and the meaning of the song really carries so much weight for just me in life. Period. Because I'm a survivor, yeah. and I'm not gonna give up. And so, we, people might listen to this song just for the beat, and but I'm I'm a lyric person, and what yeah. it stands for for me is, is deep. And um, so, yeah, I would definitely say that. And um, Crazy in Love, um, just the styling and that. And, you know, just the growth in, in my styling field, um, I, I would say, would we'll come with it in a sharp second. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. I'm having an internal fanboy moment, really just deepening <laughs> and understanding that I'm speaking to the man that put that together. Yeah. Wow. Ty?
4: Yeah.
2: Same question, but uh, personally. Um, so yeah. not professional. What moment in your life are you most proud of as you as the human being Ty hunter
3: my, um, Definitely my daughter You know Being uh, mm. a father My daughter just turned 28 November 9th um, Oh so she's a just, Scorpio
2: like
4: me
3: Yes yeah, Crazy like <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing but Scorpios in my life It's so crazy Scorpios and Geminis <laughs> um, You know Just being uh, You know Being a father And just having someone love me Unconditional You know mm. It's the closest thing To mother's love um, it's, it's beautiful and I'm really proud of her and what she's becoming
4: yeah.
2: that's that's gorgeous one of the other things that I saw in your book um, was you spoke about love and love as a parent and I think the, the quote was let me get it up so people can hear it's a little bit spoily, you get a little exclusive from the book now is um, a look into your child's eyes is motivation to keep pushing yourself to be what they need. Mm-hmm. So I think it's again, this is how you know that this book is genuine because I, I'm asking you questions. I haven't sent either questions beforehand. It's very, it, it's just here right now. And I asked what mm-hmm. your proudest moment was as from as as a human being, and to to mention your daughter and to see that reflected in this book just shows the the vulnerability that you that you've put into this this book. Mm-hmm. Um, what does love look like for you as a parent?
3: Um, You know, love is just understanding. Mm. You know, I, I had my daughter at a young age. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was 22, and I started working with Destiny Charles, so I was on the road, so I, I didn't have cell phones back then. We had pagers, Yeah, and I didn't have what we have now, the Zooms and it's, the FaceTimes yeah. and the You know, Skypes and stuff. So um, just getting to a point of understanding um, really was the the nail on the head for me. Just my daughter, just praying for the day for her to understand why the sacrifices were made. Because, you know, people just look at the glamorous part of this, but there's a lot of sacrifices. you missing birthdays, you're missing funerals, you're missing things. And, you know, it being that I started so far back in the game to when there wasn't Google, and when there wasn't all of this technology mm. that there is today, there were moments I'll be in Japan and it's my daughter's birthday, and I'm on a tour, and you know, yeah. certain things. So it was just the phone call that cost hundreds of dollars back then, you know, 30 yeah. minutes on the phone back then was like $700. Jeez. So it was just like a huge sacrifice. Um, and just her praying the day that she understood and when she got older, um, she did a job on a movie, did uh, assistant assistant's and she came and was like, Dad, I'm sorry for those days. I know you were tired and this, this, and yeah. this. And so just praying for the, the day of understanding um, and knowing that I was doing it all for her.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's gorgeous. Um, what, so as we, as the questions become more um about the book and things that you um speak of in the book i would like to ask why what made you go okay it's now time to make the makeover from within uh
3: this process started for a while like it was like a, uh, I i started I, everybody wanted a fashion book for me so that was yeah. started about five years ago and then um but I, I wanted to tell my story. If anybody follow me on social media, you wouldn't even know I was a stylist. I know and so um, or I had a daughter. <laughs> yeah but I throw up every blue moon. <laughs> um, I, I just <laughs> I just wanted to, you know, I don't know, my happiness and my joy, and I feel like my purpose is to uplift and motivate people and in that mm-hmm. process. It, it inspires me to keep going and pushes me. I put out what I want to receive. Yeah. And um, I just feel like we were living in times, and I started this book when, right when the pandemic had hit. And so,
4: okay.
3: um, you know, there was times when i be on the phone with a friend, um, I wrote I wrote two um TV shows and with Isla who wrote Project Runway Isla Mel yeah. wrote the book with me she wrote Project Runway and New York Fashion Week and um we just talked and I was telling her my story and she was like this is a story like this is like a movie and um, you know and um So we we would do these Zooms and write and we started the book and and, and I'm really, really excited that we finished and and I'm happy to get it out. And it was a time to let people know, like, you just see all of this side and I wanted to just let people know that you can make it through anything. I've been shot. I've been in relationships with stalkers. I've got a child and I'm gay. It's just all these layers of things that, you know, I wanted to at least um, get it out and, and, and let
2: people know that you can make it through anything. 100%. Peddling back on you saying, you know, on my Instagram, you wouldn't even know I was a stylist. Like, I see that. The majority of the time it is, you know, these amazing motivational quotes and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you think, because you've done the same thing, you know, You've come onto Instagram. People are gonna want to be seeing all of these looks, all of this fashion, all of this, all the behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And you said, "Fuck that! No, I'm, I'm motivating people. I'm, I'm, I'm giving soul. I'm Mm -hmm. giving my soul here." And you've done exactly the same thing with this book. You know, people are saying, "Oh, we want to see looks. Let's see, let's see Met Gala. Let's see this." And you said, Mm -hmm. "No, you're gonna get a story. What do you think it is in you that gives you the, the desire to?" help and motivate. where do you think that that comes from
3: um it's just my heart it's in my dna i've always been like this as a kid like um my happiness came from making other people happy be it laughing be it just making them feel good about themselves dealing with their insecurities like uh, you know, if I see somebody that looks like they are insecure about something, even when I my clients, I find out what the insecurities are first, and then get them to a place of understanding. Like, you ain't got to worry about that. Let's yeah. let's get rid of that. And because um, we're not born with clothes on, I say this all the time. Your first, your first outfit is your skin, and we got to learn to feel beautiful yeah. in that first. Because you're gonna always run into p- problems outside of that. Mm-hmm. And and um, it just. It makes me happy being around happy people And so I I put out what I want to receive, you know Mm.
2: In the book you also speak about the time when you took that leap of faith um, Mm -hmm. To leave working with Beyonce uh, Which was a stable, well paid Mm -hmm. Lovely, lovely job Lovely, cute, cute gig Mm -hmm. To go at it by yourself How did you handle that shift and what do you think gave you the confidence to do so?
3: Um, I did On The Run 1 and Mm -hmm. after On The Run 1 they gave us three months off and in that process I started creating, I I stepped into the tech world, I did a clothing line and just started doing things so when it was time for On The Run 2. I, I knew that I would be able to promote the things that I had worked on on the off time. Mm-hmm.
4: And my daughter had
3: just turned 21. And so I just really wanted to rearrange my priorities and and give more time to family yeah. and more time to myself and, right. and work yeah. on things that I wanted to do. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say I quit. I stepped away and started doing other things. And in that process, uh, it was a dark time because I was... I was used to the same flow, yeah. you know, so when you get off the hamster wheel and, and, and start exactly. walking around, you're like, whoa, 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 whoa what whoa, did yeah. I just do? But yeah. in that process, I learned more about myself, and I'm so glad I did it, and I've learned who was really there for me and mm-hmm. who was there for what I was attached to. And so that whole process was dark, but yeah. at the same time, um, mm-hmm. it, it was a learning that I needed to, to grow and to
4: become who I am today. Mm. You
2: speak again. Yeah. You said the word of the week is support, and you just spoke about how when you stepped off by yourself, um, mm. and you, I think you released it was phone cases, and I think I remember seeing them on the on the on the on the, on the internet at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, you spoke about not and intentionally not calling upon the girls. Uh, be it Kelly, Michelle Beyonce, obviously to, to 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 help promote that. Um, why what made you think no, I'm not gonna gonna use those? Cause if, if you know, if I had someone with millions and millions of followers, your go to would think would be to think, Oh right, I'm just gonna do this and I think you've done it before. What was it that made you go, No, this time I'm I'm not going to and I'm gonna write a list, I'm gonna call these people and all the things that you say in this book I don't want to give it too much away Because you guys got order off Amazon
4: I
3: mean. Well, I, I just wanted to pro- prove to myself That I could <laughs> do this and, and I knew the attachments were there But I, I yeah. wanted to prove to myself I always use Janet Jackson as a comparison Can you hear me?
2: Yeah, I can hear you Hold on one second, sorry <laughs> <laughs> Hello Hello, is it delayed? There we go
4: Okay um,
3: I I wanted to prove to myself that I could do it and also that, um, you know, I use Janet Jackson as a comparison all the time because, you know, when Janet came out, everything was Michael Jackson's little sister this, Uh Michael Jackson's little sister that, and now she don't even have to say the last name, she can just say Janet, you know? So I had to prove to Tiana that I could do my thing and and just, you know, uh, I am blessed because You know, Naomi Campbell contacted me first On on everything that I do She has been a huge support And so to get the stamp from Naomi Was what I felt I needed As far as my fashion um, Working on the fashion project And uh, I just wanted to just prove to myself That I could do it And plus it was hard for me to ask people to do things It still is to this day I I, I don't ask people for nothing Mm. You know, um a lot of the things that happen is just organic You know, I don't ask people to post I don't ask people to do it. everything It's just organic It's just mm. uh, how it feels So it just makes me feel good too Because I, it's just hard for me to ask people
2: for things Yeah, I, I yeah. relate to that And I know that's to do with trauma and my upbringing But we my therapist are talking about that But yeah. <laughs> um, So obviously your client and friend Beyonce being as famous as she is. Um, did you ever worry when stepping away from her that you might be boxed in because you were so tied to and like known for these you know iconic groundbreaking looks? Did you ever worry that you might not be able to f- stray from that or do other things?
3: Um, no. I can say no. It didn't, it didn't bother me. And, um, you know, because people wanted that, you know, to touch her is a blessing in itself. Yeah. And so, you know, I could go anywhere after that. You know, you yeah. work with the greatest, you people want that. And so, no, I I never had that type of fear. It was just a hard process because that is my family. Yeah. And so to just walk away from family and in the process of walking away... Three months after I walked away um, to work on other things, she asked me to do the Met Gala. Yeah. And so those people that were, were you know, thought I got fired. Yeah,
2: it I was, saw I that in the
3: book. and stuff. You, yeah. You said, and so, oh, people
2: thought you were fired. So people was looking like, well, what's
4: was? Hey, yeah, what's going yeah. on? So
3: for me to come back and, and for them to see me there, it was like, oh, he's still there. And I will forever be here for each one of the yeah. girls and Miss Tina because that's family. It's, mm. it's bigger than the job itself
2: yeah so when you were writing this book what was the the hardest thing about creating this
3: this whole process was very hard because i've never been to therapy and so this was really therapy session never
2: you give Um, you you give on your instagram you go to therapy with the wise words you put out
3: well that's because i'm everybody's therapist makes (laughs) sense what's that sound you I'm a Leo okay. Leo oh. Virgo August 20th So people I'm Leo Virgo But um, You know So this was like Really There were times Where I would just be bawling You know In the process of writing this Just Laying everything out And realizing This is why this happened And this mm. is why That happened You know To just see everything And say it out loud And to write it down um, This whole process was, was, it was It was me facing me And it was It was it was really really a tough one sometimes but you know it's so I feel so free and so light, you know once you finally do it and get it out it's it's just so rewarding the feeling and and just you know I was so transparent and laid it all out on the table that you know I don't know I just feel alive I feel free
2: Mm. (laughs) what would you say is the most shocking thing that you learned about yourself? You said you learned a lot in this. What would you... Well, I would
3: definitely say just the whole thing, my relationship with my father. Mm. Um, he's passed, but, you know, my dad was a man-man. and He was into sports, sports, mm-hmm. and I um, wasn't into sports. But as I talk about, you know, being a young kid, and my dad took me, just me and him went to Diana Ross concert. You know what I mean? Oh. And I felt like that was his way of, like, showing, Seeing like... You. Yeah, and so I've always knew that happened, but when I finally got to write the book, it was like, you know what, that was his moment of just really connecting with me and, you know, during his passing, I was in art, and in the book you'll see, like, Mm -hmm. uh, I won art contests, and I was really into art, and I didn't know my dad was an amazing artist until after his passing, finding his drawings and his doodles and stuff, and I have those in the book as well. And it was just like a moment where I just felt like, That could have been our moment of connection. If I'd known he was an artist, I probably would have kept going with that. But none of, you know, at the same time, I don't feel bad of the way he moved and how things turned out because I wouldn't be where I am today in styling. So I would probably be an artist, but you know, just finding out those those things were really, really um, hard and eye-opening at the same time. Mm.
2: Yeah. Uh, you also mention, um, let, me, let me get another quote up for these people as well in the book about women being queens. Um, mm-hmm. You said every woman is a queen. Remind them daily because this world can make them forget. Uh, just from your your work and the the amount of people that speak out for you, I can see there's so many incredibly strong um powerful courageous women in your life and how you speak of your mother i'm guessing that she was exactly cut from that same cloth um what kind of effect do you feel like these women have had on you and your craft
3: I just think them allow me to be myself and love me unconditional and allow me to know my worth Mm -hmm. and 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 you know as simple as does this shoe look cute with this so what do you think i should you know allow me to play with them and do you know i would do my family's hair um i would dress them and you know these are things that i did even as a kid, in my opinion always mattered, mm-hmm. um, and you know they always looked for my stamp of approval. And those things that lead, led up to me doing what I do now—a craft of making money—as a kid and being in fashion and going to the, the thrift stores and all that stuff with my great grandmother and my, my grandmother shopping, and you know just learning to be creative with what we had. My mom was a single parent, and mm-hmm. so you know. Um, just that whole fashion sense and just the whole stamp of allowing me to be myself um, and loving me unconditional. I've always had feminine traits. Mm-hmm. Nobody judged me and my family. They allowed me to be myself, and um, I'm forever grateful for that. Because I, my friends have horror stories and you know yeah. been through a lot. Um, and so that alone has helped me to to just be who I am and love myself. Mm.
2: So I don't want to give, I don't, I want to speak about the book, but I don't want to give it away because, because people need to read it. <laughs> like you need to read this guys. Um, so in, you, you speak on your stepping away to work on yourself in the book, uh, your own mm-hmm. projects. And then I also read that you're now the head stylist for Billy Porter. How did that mm-hmm. come about?
3: Um, during the pandemic after a breakup, um, a relationship, The very next day, this man who I have never met, (laughs) my phone FaceTime and said, "Maybe Billy Porter."
4: (laughs) Can you imagine?
3: (laughs) I answered it, and uh, we end up talking on the phone FaceTime for about almost two hours of just like. Crying and just learning more about him. And of mm-hmm. course, I told him I'll take it. I'll do it. I was working on the Noah's Ark pandemic special at the time for Patrick Ann ah, Pope. Yes. Um, and so I, I had no that. idea you
2: worked on that. I did. Oh, that was styling so great. Me. Yeah.
3: Thank you. And mm-hmm. uh, so I was already in that Noah world anyway. So, uh, of course, to for Billy, I was like, of course, I'll do it. And, and you know, I call him my. My angel, because he came at the right time and did not allow me to let a breakup um, tear me down. Like I, I didn't have that.
4: Yeah,
3: you know, it gave me that extra strength to keep going, and I just feel he was placed in my, in my life for that reason. And to, and he's fun, he's easy, and also, you know, I, I Bevy Smith, she always say the quote, "It gets greater later." Be him being fifty plus, you know, yeah. and me turning fifty, it just. And all the things that he's doing, and, and just going and staying busy, endless. and this it just, it's it's basically what I needed at the time, and yeah. I, I'm forever grateful for him. He's he's fun, and he's not afraid of fashion. Mm. He just goes there. He don't care, and I, that's what I like about him as well. And it's just fun and easy.
2: Mm. What are the differences yeah. that um you that are evident in you know styling the girls and now styling Billy Porter? That you're enjoying and and not and, enjoying.
3: Enjoying, I I feel like Billy was in his own lane, and so you know there are a few people that's just kind of in their own lane, fashion wise. Like, yeah. um and um. But now all the guys are you know that. But when I started, it was a little small niche. You could go in and find some elaborate pieces. But now, all the, you know, straight men are even going yeah. going that extra the mile. Now. So and it, and it it's a beautiful thing, though. It's 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 a beautiful thing. I love it. I love that people are not afraid to just go there because I feel like fashion should be that. You know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't take it so serious. I hate when people take fashion so serious. It's like I look when I look at the carpet. I don't look at what people got on. I look at their confidence in the garments. You yeah. Know? Like I, if you you could tell when someone just put on look number one off the runway and they don't feel that comfortable in it, just because. You know they are you can tell when somebody don't have a. I, I truly believe you should have stay so even if the stylist is a huge stylist you still need to work with them to get to a place of you being comfortable and so i, I love billy for that for just going there mm. and just not and just pushing it mm. the envelope
2: yeah. uh speaking about you know straight men in 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 more um feminine looks or not so traditionally tuxedo looks um have you worked with uh many straight men or w- would you yeah i've
3: worked with straight guys before you know it's fun and, and and um you know i just i get them i i just like getting people to a place of just trying new things yeah and and and, and not you know, still worrying about if they're going to be comfortable and stuff like that. But, you know, I, I do have the gift, thank God, of um, people trusting me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
2: What would you say is the most important aspect uh, that you would want your legacy to leave behind?
3: Um, I would definitely just, uh, you know... Uh, i like impacting people and letting them know that you can do and do and be whatever you want to be i'm a country boy from texas who had a vision and a dream and um you know and it's okay for transitions you know you can still be at the top and be like i still want to go higher you know what i mean and so just not just get over the fear of just trying new things and just believing in yourself you know and um I, I and to know that you can be humble and still be the shit yeah. and still be that that one, you know. <laughs> and 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 um I I just want to leave, you know that you can be a good person and still <laughs> you can be a good person. You can be nice and still achieve your goals and dreams, you know. I feel like people think once you get to a certain level you have to act a certain way Mm. you know you know I do believe in building a team and you need a bad guy on your team (laughs) but it don't have to be you
4: (laughs) 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 yeah
2: well um before I've got some questions from uh the listeners um but before we get into that I want to just um Remind or share with everyone about a time when Ty helped me out. You know, you said support it comes from people that you don't know. Um, and I don't know if you remember this, but uh, my cousin Karina, Style Idealer, she's a blogger now. When she just started up, uh, back, booked a campaign with a big brand called New Look over here in, in, in the UK. And they posted her to their Instagram. And there was so many racist comments in the, in in the comments and they weren't responding. I remember she called me in tears, like, Miles, I don't know what to do. Um, I've emailed them. They're not listening. I've tried DMing them. They're not listening. And I was like, me, I'm like, I'm a Scorpio. I'm passionate and I'm ready to go. So that's my cousin. And my cousin is like my, she's like my sister. So I was ready I was ready for war. So I was online adding everyone. Um, I also reached out to uh New Look and just asked anyone I could. Nothing was really happening. I said, you know what? I had Ty Hunter, a whole Beyonce stylist, follow me a while back. Let me just try. His 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 Instagram page seems nice and I think like he seems kind let's just try my luck. And I reached out to you and I explained what was happening. And you responded almost instantly, got involved. And within 24 hours of you, you know, speaking up, one of the quotes in your book says, speak up, and this, I don't have the phone in front of me, um, but in your book it says, speak up because closed mouths don't get fed. Am I right? Was that the quote? Yes. Closed mouths don't get fed. And you really came through time. You spoke up and within, I think it was 24 hours new look had spoken up about it they'd sent they'd called my cousin they'd sent her flowers and the amount of su- the further support that we got in that was incredible so I just want to say thank you uh she and, and she was really thankful as well and it, it it just echoes off of what you said about support and really is another projection of who you are and who you who you not only who you are online, but in this book that you've written. It's just another testimony to to echo what so many other amazing people have said, you know, regarding the book, be it Jennifer Hudson, Billy Porter, Beyonce, about your character. And it really does shine through in your Instagram. In this conversation, it's shone through. And in, in in our past and our history and what you did for me and and a little black girl on the other side of the world who you didn't know and didn't need to help, uh but once again decided to so we we and everyone around you is we're so grateful for for that and there need to be more people like you in this world um with that being said let's get into these questions from our listeners uh so the first one i've got here hey hey loving your podcast and all the melanin magnificence i'm so proud of the work you do and the hustle you have just pure vibes over here we accept nothing less i'm amandala 27 from from london and i currently work with the wonderful miles on on our show in the west end my question for ty is what's the secret to maintaining great contact and longevity when working with the likes of beyonce and destiny's child over the years thank you amandala
1: a great contact
2: it says yeah maintaining great contact and longevity
1: um simply by being myself um Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know the formula to that i didn't know how different i was until i got in the game and saw Mm -hmm. things are moving and stuff but i feel like me being myself and being you know transparent and raw yeah. Um, when I don't put up the facades in front and, and you know, all of that. Is all of that, yeah. Um, and, and it allows people to be themselves. And I feel like um, once people meet me and feel like, oh, he's this way. Oh, yeah. I can strip down and just be normal. I don't have yeah. to put on the show. Um, and I think that's how I build relationships with people, just simply being me and being real and raw and, you know, not... Putting up this 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 show, mm-hmm. <laughs> putting on the show,
2: yeah. Uh, another one. Hi, Miles Aisha here. Just want to say I'm such a fan of your podcast. It's amazing. I am so glad you've made a comeback. Can't wait to see what's in store. A question for Ty slash Tyrone. Hey, Ty slash Tyrone, when styling or creating a style for a client, do you incorporate a bit of your own style and flair into it or are you restricted to a brief or design?
1: I I literally just come up just fine with, you know, uh, like I said, I I have meetings with the client and and, and say, how do you want to feel? What do you want to look like? I, I also do research on what the event is. Um, and just meet everybody, meet halfway, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like my style is finding out what makes my client feel great, you know what I mean? So yeah. my element sometimes, I'll throw a little bit of that in there, but at the end of the day, it's just about what makes somebody feel their best and what makes them feel hot and beautiful. That's mm-hmm. my, my only goal, period.
2: This question comes from Carissa Uday. What, is, three questions here. What is the least amount of time you've had to put together a look? And did you pull it off?
1: Oh, it's been uh, several times where this thing. basically, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: What is the, the question again? <laughs>
2: uh, what is the least amount of time you've had to put together a look? Oh, and did you pull it, it
1: sometimes, off? Sometimes, sometimes there's no time, you know, um, I, it, you did, it's a blessing to get fittings but sometimes you know you'll be somewhere and they be like we have this and then oh by the way we need them out here for this and so i always overpack. um uh, i just always been ready for those kind of um uh, those kind of spare the moment changes you just never yeah. know what could happen so a lot of times i used to be so jealous like a stylist to come to an award show with like one garment bag and one little thing but i'm i'm like Looking luggage, Filling, loving, loving <laughs> all this stuff, and I'd be like, I gotta go back to the car and go get more and again. they looking like it's just one performance, yeah. But I've always overly done, like, I've, I'm known for that. Like, even Billy just teased me the other day, he's like, Queen, I just need one look, and I'm like, I you just never know, you know. So, I always, I'm always over prepared just for for those kind of things so yeah I'm, I'm always an overprepared person like if it's one look I'm gonna definitely have at least three yeah. just in case because sometimes you just never know you'll get there and the carpet isn't red it's a blue carpet or no. the, the you look at the background or the stage and it looks like oh this would have been better like so yeah. I always I've always been over prepared simply because of you know anything can happen mishaps can happen and, and I talk about this in the book like one time uh, for a performance, I left Kelly's skirt on the private plane, which was hours away. And um, we had to create it. Like, Miss Tina is like, she taught me how to work best on the pre- pressure. And um, we took, like, curtain and, in, in, like, a, a cable cloth and made it work. But since that moment, I think I got scarred. So I'm always overly ready for just anything, any mishaps, you know?
2: Scar did say from the Lion King, "Be prepared." Did a whole song and dance about it. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he
4: knew.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, the other question uh, from Carissa was, "What led you to do motivational speaking in brackets tie talks?"
1: Um, right after when I stopped working um, with B. Mm. You know, when I got off the, the wheel and, I, you know, like I said, I went through, like, a slight depression because you go from, like, routine, everything is just yeah. distant, and then it just kind of stopped. Um, And I felt like the more I talked about it, the better I felt, mm-hmm. you know? And so I would get a lot of DMs on my social media page of people asking questions and stuff like that. So I got to a place of just, um I, I, I need to go somewhere and have a platform where I can just kind of let this off of me and also, mm-hmm. you know, educate people and, and be able to answer the fans' questions and stuff. So motivational speaking was my tool and was my therapy to just really get out there. And, and I had a fear of talking in front of people. I had a fear, of, like I'm so calm and so like um. I don't get nervous with with these kind of things and I really feel like it's because of having to speak in big, you know, rooms that, to a lot of people and stuff and they got it was a fear that I had that I had to get over mm. and I'm glad I did it and and still to this day like when something I'm afraid of it I kind of get excited because I know that once I get over the fear it's it's just another layer of time that I've learned and so Um, I'm able to sit here and be calm and and just tell my story without a heart erasing because of motivational speaking and having to, you know, be vulnerable and speak in rooms of, you know, a lot of people.
2: So this next question, we'll do three more and then we're going to move on because we ain't got all night. So, hey, Ty, I admire your artistic vision in all its variations. How has working with strong women with successful work ethics impacted your own work ethic? With Love, Ivano. I I just think them allow
3: me to be myself and love me unconditional and allow me to know my worth. And, and, and you know, as simple as, does yeah. this shoe look cute with this? So what do you think should I should, you know, allow me to play with them and do, you know, I would do my family's hair. Um, I would dress them. And, you know, these are things that I did even as a kid. In my opinion, always mattered. Um, and, you know, they always looked for my stamp of approval. And those things that lead, led up to me doing what I do now, a craft of making money to, as a kid and being in fashion and going to the, the thrift stores and all that stuff with my great-grandmother and my, my grandmother, shopping and you know just learning to be creative with what we had. My mom was a single parent, and so, you know, um, just that whole fashion sense and just that whole stamp of allowing me to be myself um, and loving me unconditional. I've always had feminine traits nobody judged me and my family they allowed me to be myself and um i'm forever grateful for that because i my friends have horror stories and you know been through a lot um and so that alone has helped me to to just be who i am and love myself
2: yeah uh and to round off the question this comes from my cousin karina who you so kindly came to the rescue of um Mm -hmm. what she's got a couple she says what makes a good stylist in 2022
3: i think a good stylist is someone that just don't take the look from the runway i think those i'm gonna take this blouse from look number one and this the pants from look number two and the shoes from look number three and, and make it instead of just you know, taking the look and putting it, placing it on the, the style. I think just yeah. showing your creativity and, and not just make, doing the easy way out of just just taking the look. Um, it makes a good stylist. And again, learning your client and learning what their insecurities are, and just getting them to a place where their confidence level is up there, you know, like I said, when I look at the carpet, I'm looking, you can tell when, you know, I I can go get you G-Mashe and just throw it on you, but you could tell who doesn't feel right in those looks, you know what I mean? So it's just getting them to a place of of feeling like, I'm the shit, like when they walk out, like I'm hot. And you can tell when somebody feels good. And so I feel like a great stylist is getting a place Getting that client to a place of feeling like I am that one. I'm one of one. I'm coming out. I'm giving it to the mm-hmm. kids. I'm going to sell the garment. Yeah. And and that's what I like to see. I love when people feel hot and beautiful. I, that, just, that's, that That's the part I love the most. Yeah.
2: And what are you working on next slash goals for next year?
3: Um, I wrote two TV shows with a friend. You said, um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. That. I have um, handbags come out. Oh. The beginning of the year that I've been working on with um, Manuel Mendez, um, another book in the works. Another book. Um, yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm. I'm just. It's and it's other surprises that are coming okay. that I, I don't want to say, but like I, I'm just really excited and um, you know.
2: I, I I'm just ready to take over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then she also said, who are the celebrities you would love to style that you haven't yet? Um, I, I
3: feel... It's nobody. It's nobody. Um, if I had to just really pick somebody, it would definitely be Diana Ross because she really played an impact in my life. Yeah. Um, I feel like I'm styling because of Diana Ross. Wow. Going to that concert, it really inspired me as a kid and her glamour and just the hair and the feathers and the sequins mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. And just, she's just an amazing woman. And um, I really feel like that first concert, seeing Diana Ross, really just made me want to to just really be around women and, and it's yeah. just the beauty of it all. Yeah, so definitely Diana Ross.
2: And um, one question for me. What advice would you give yourself, the, your child self, today at 50?
3: Just, I wouldn't change a thing because I feel like everything happened the way it's mm-hmm. supposed to in order for me to become who I am. The only thing I would change is me putting myself first. I, I believe in like pouring the cup now and whatever trickles over to the saucer, that's what I give out. Mm. I, I really want to put myself first
2: yeah yeah that's it well the book is you can get it for our uk listeners you can get it here on amazon um the book is out like i said not only are you gonna feel motivated and inspired and it is a real self-help book in the way that it's been so beautifully written and from the angle that you've written it, it it it's more than just a biography, and this is my life, and this is what I, li- this is how I've lived and what I've gone through. Um, like I said at the beginning, you've got your takeaways after each um, chapter. One of the chapters that stood out to me in particular was um, to. Re- it was about removing seats from a table. I said, when I read this, I feel like that's going to be a juicy chapter. But like I said, <laughs> there's so much. Um, that can help the person reading this on an emotional and spiritual level and be uh, just about being a good a good person and just seeing life in 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 a more positive way but at the same time like i also said i learned so much just from skimming it about your fatherhood um about the time when you stepped away from working with B to focusing on yourself to the time that you were shot and then to have some, I, I, I read a little bit about some some brother you must have been talking to that wanted to out you to, to your mum or to your baby mama or something like that. I said, this book has it. This book literally has it all. Like you're getting your your, your soul saved, but you're getting the tea and 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 the drama too. So yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely definitely going to going to read through this uh once again thank you for sending it to me um it, yeah. it's am i right in saying it's out on december the 8th in the uk it, Yeah, i believe so yeah perfect yeah. yeah and i'll put a link to that in uh the episode comments um
3: yeah it came out november 8th here and um like you said you can get it on amazon yeah. um and also tie try 1.com t dot is my page and all of my work and everything is there. But you also can have the links at the top has different places where you can purchase the book as well. Perfect.
2: Thank you so much for that.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So it's time. It's the time of the show now, Ty. The, where we give the belt to someone. And after okay. this conversation, I feel like I've had one or two people in here that are, that are holy and holy and sanctified. But even our Lord Jesus knew had to 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 get people together. I want to know, and I want you to really to, to, to dive into that Leo spirit because I know you Leos. My ex was a You're Leo. Kill, <laughs> you are kill
3: me? gonna kill me because I I really.
2: Now it doesn't need to be a person; it can be.
3: No, I know. I'm gonna tell oh. you. It, it, it's it, it's me. It's I will spank. You giving myself. the vote to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> giving it to myself that because you know in the midst of the greatness and all these great things, like, there's so much. And and I... It's just the willpower of just getting up sometimes is very, very hard, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially here, because it's cold. I hate cold Me weather. Too. I hate cold weather. And so when I had... Today, I had to go do some press and do some returns and stuff. So it was just like the time was ticking and I knew I had this to go yeah. to. So it's just that... that that belt is on me, man. I, I like I said, I'm responsible for myself and, and and what I want and what I want where I want this to go and, and I, I want this to touch so many people so I have to just be prepared and, and, and you know, I have to to, to do this to myself <laughs> sometimes just to it's like, get your ass up. Like, pull it together. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. You know, when you get cozy and it's warm in the house mm-hmm. and, you know, my bed is so comfortable. And it's like the time would be ticking and I'll be like, Todd, get up, get up, get up. So I know I'm probably the first person only that ever to put the belt on themselves. But it's definitely me. Because I, I, don't, I don't allow people to get me to a place where I'm pissed off. Mm-hmm. I don't allow, like, I I've, I've I guess it comes with age, mm. but I don't allow anybody or anything to strip me of my character. Mm-hmm. So I'm not being fake when I'm this way, but I stay in this lane the whole time. I don't go too high up. I don't go too low. Things happen that might tick me off, but I, I breathe and I, I don't allow it to consume me because I believe the higher powers would take care of that person Mm -hmm. i don't have to do that every battle every fight ain't mine and so um you know people have done me dirty and they come back around and apologize and come back around because in the end it they're they're suffering from it not me i don't allow you know i can go to a place somebody do me dirty i walk in the room i'm gonna be nice I might send you a bottle or two over that too, uh, because yeah. you, you're you're not gonna allow me to feel no kind of way, and you're not gonna strip me from who Ty Hunter yeah. is and what I represent and what makes me feel good. So I'm not gonna be uncomfortable in the space, Miss Thing. You will be uncomfortable in the space, and that's just how I am. And so when I saw the belt, and who pissed you off or who needs a beating or whatever. Of course, there are a lot of people out there doing some crazy, grimy stuff that needs their ass beat. But at the same time, when it comes to me and what I feel, um, you know, my my heartness and stuff is on myself and just that push some time I need. And so I have to talk to myself, like, get it together. Come on now. We have things to do. We're trying to sell these books yeah. or we're trying to get this out or we're trying to meet deadlines and stuff like that. So... I'm here to spank myself and I'm going to spank myself in class with my Mason Eli Ah, Eli ah, belt (laughs) because I got to keep my things in my belt. And so this great company, Mason Eli, gave me (laughs) this bag and I don't really wear belts. And so when I wear one, you know, I'm kind of weird. I would tie a string because I hate Mm -hmm. belts. So, I have like strings or like I'll rig a belt. I'd rather wear a safety pin than a belt sometimes. I'm just like an anti belt person. <laughs> my friends would tell you I'm really weird. Like, I'll take shoestring and tie it around my waist. I'm just, it's rare that I wear I do want to get a little bit. And so, a little, like, I've seen people have been wearing
2: like just rope. And I don't know where to get a little piece
4: of
3: rope. Yeah, I, I'm that kind of person. I've been that person for a while. But this Mason Eli belt, um, it really comes in handy because i be wanting my stuff in here you know what i mean so this but this is what i was like when they said a belt and i was like i don't even own the belt and i was like oh my in belt. so yeah this belt because <laughs> <laughs> i i'm able to carry my stuff i keep my passport on me at all times because this world is so crazy especially in the united states mm. um and just like my like stuff that i need my essentials i keep them in there yeah so that's my belt
4: <laughs>
2: well Mine isn't so, so so wholesome and inward. My belt goes to FIFA, the FIFA World Cup team and David Beckham. Now, I've already been speaking in this podcast earlier on regarding the the the, the, the them doing up Usher and doing U-turn with their rules and regulations about being vocal about being um a part of the lgbtq community wearing this one love band this one love band was introduced a while ago just to to show support to the lgbtq community they said it would be fine these people have been knowing that this is going to happen from 2010 they've had 12 years to give up any kind of you know oh we actually don't think this is in line with our culture or our religion or whatnot and they th- they went along with it up until literally I think the day before or the day of uh, the match that transpired today to say if you're wearing this or doing this or taking a knee then you know penalties, fines. Um, now David, they get the belt for, for allowing this to happen. In the past, I think the last World Cup was held in, I think it was Brazil. Well, at some point, FIFA were in Brazil and they weren't allowed to sell alcohol or something. There was a mix up with something and FIFA put pressure on the capital, the um, country, Brazil at the time, and had that altered and so things went ahead as they would normally do. However, in this here, Qatar, I don't know what it they is. is, they've, they've backed down and they've not Taken a stance for the LGBT, LGBTQ uh, plus community, um, that for me is really worrying. Um, I'm not really even into sports tag. I'm not really in, into sports like that. But this couldn't go unchecked, um, especially when i speak of david beckham now david beckham his face was on the front cover of attitude magazine here a few a couple of years ago as an ally for the community and he's spoken up about it many 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 a times now my guy david is collecting 150 million pounds for this endorsement um as an ambassador for fifa and the world cup yet when um Uh, a comedian, a British comedian, Joe Lysett, uh, went to social media to say, you know, David Beckham, you've been a quote unquote ally to the community and um, you're happily, gleefully collecting this 150 million pound check. Yet, you know, in this country where the death penalty is there for the people you claim to be an ally for, you're remaining silent and you're complicit in this. He said, I give you, David, I give you 24 hours. If not, I'm shredding some, uh, I think it was 10,000 pounds he was going to shred. He ended up shredding it. He didn't actually shred it. He donated it to an LGBTQ plus charity because that would have been wild and wayward, honey. But, um, you know, it just spoke volumes. Instead, he ended up going on on social media and shredded uh, the Attitude magazine cover of David. uh, That was posted via the uh, official Attitude magazine. And... You know, they said David is no ally of ours. Um, I just think it's it's upsetting that, you know, people with these platforms are saying that they're allies and they're using these words and words, I, I love words, words carry so much weight and so much meaning. And so to say something like that, yet be complicit in something so detrimental, uh, for me, it definitely deserves the belt this week to, and, and the players in fact one thing that really aggravated me I don't know if you know Ty but the majority of the players in uh, the England football team now England is known to be a white country but there are black people here a lot of black people and 60 to 80 percent of this uh, year's uh, football team are black people and you know we've had our own fights as as, as um, black people here in the UK and as you know <laughs> in the States and there's been many campaigns about fighting out against racism in football at one point they were taking the knee especially after black lives matter happened in 2020 and um you know these black boys they fought for it and if they weren't allowed to do certain things or take the knees they they kicked up a fuss and rightly so so to me it's also frustrating to now see another marginalized group of people um being shunned And them not having that same energy, um, and not wanting to really fight for that. It just next time I see a FIFA ad or uh, another footballer say, "Oh no, we," I'm an ally for this. I'm just thinking, were you? Because when the time gets, when times get hard, that's when you need to be an ally. And you know, they're saying, "Oh, we don't want to take off the badge, um, but we're going to because we our players run uh, the fines. We don't mind about. You know, we can be fined, but the 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 yellow cards and the um, the sanctions in the sport we can't do that there are people getting killed every single day for who they are and who they love and how they love we just ha- we talked about the shooting that happened in 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 America not too long ago there was um, a lesbian couple on the bus they weren't e- kissing they were just sat there i think just arm around each other beaten black and blue these things Happen on a daily. So for for these footballers to say, oh no, because of a sanction, we're not going to wear this, and so solitude, but be happy to use being an ally for an LGBTQ plus community to be on a front cover of a magazine and collect a check. For me, it's really icky vibes. Um, it makes me question so many of the people that you know take um, these words and use them and go uh, go into spaces and say that they're an ally. It's just a shame. I've never been into football. I don't really like what it comes with in the culture behind it, down to the drinking and the the things that happen. And yeah, not for me. My belt goes to the FIFA organization for taking this u-turn, allowing this to happen, yet having the audacity to have people like Morgan Freeman come on the stage and whoever was representing Qatar come on and open up the ceremony ceremony by saying, you know, everyone is invited when they're clearly not. Omo, if I now come to your to, to the first match and I start kissing up on my man or acting a certain way, I'm getting arrested and potentially could be killed. So when you say everyone is invited, let's not tell lies, let's be honest. Let's be honest. And to everyone that's going there and endorsing it and being complicit in this, you'll get the belt too, because it's just, it's just lack of heart Lack of backbone, and it's, it's just a shame. And love isn't always easy. To You know, the band said, One Love. L- love isn't always easy to do. It's hard. It's so hard to do at times. And I feel like many people have just stayed on the on the, on the money, doing it for the money, and they're f- really forgetting humanity. And what they all need to do, as well as get the belt, is maybe read Ty's motherfucking book, and they might become a better human being. Uh,
4: <laughs>
2: but yeah that's who my belt goes to um and anyone complicit anyone flying out there anyone who invites me to go on holiday to Dubai this is a a, a pre-belt for you now please don't please don't I don't want to be just like Ty said I don't want to be in somewhere where I'm not wanted or have to do things in the back room I know that's the work of the enemy but that is that's that's my belt done this ty thank you baby boy for coming on to get the belt podcast it's been such a pleasure to speak with you to see you to see you glowing i'm so proud i've never met you i'm gonna give you a warm embrace one day babes but i'm so proud after like the short things that i've seen in the book and having seen you from destiny's child to come to where you are now to read all of these amazing things that people have to say about you, I myself have, like, even though I've never met you, I've got my own thing to say, that, which amplifies your heart, and you know, really demonstrated to me that you really don't just talk about it. it's not just a post, it's not just a hashtag, it's real life, um, and I'm so excited to get stuck into this book, to to know more about your story, um, to learn from it, and I really encourage everyone else to. Um, because it, I, it, it just seems it just seems what I need right now 100% um, so thank you for coming on to Get The Belt Podcast it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you um, is there anything else you would like to add before we before we finish up here? I think we touched you it. Yeah. Oh,
3: thank you though no. I really do thank you and I just not because it's my book but like I said I, I really I I would want people to get this book just to let them know that it's it's very inspiring, mm. and I I do these tie takeaways after yeah. each chapter that's important, um, and yeah, and I would love you guys to just get it and um, leave comments and and let me leave feedback, and um, yeah, I'm just really really excited about this.
2: I'm so excited for you as well, Thai. From what I've read, I'm Thank excited you. to get stuck in. So excited! well, thank you again for coming on to Get the Belt podcast. It's been a pleasure, Ty, and I can't wait to meet you in person and give you that hug. Same, same. <laughs> and when you're next same. in London, let me know. You need to come and see the show. I'm in the book, of... yeah, I know. I do, yeah, I know.
3: Congrats, I'm oh, proud of you. Thank you. it's It's, it's a blessing to see your growth and you know because we started following each other very yeah. years ago and, and to see where we are now it's it's a, i'm really really proud of oh. you continue success thank
2: you so much that means a lot that means a lot mm-hmm. well thank you guys for listening make sure to go and get thai's book uh subscribe to the show um that is it you uh my name is miles hart and i've been blessed by the presence of Ty hunter thank you again so much you have been listening to the podcast that is home of melanin magnificence and kingdom of belts. You've been listening to Get the Belt. Hold
1: up.